Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Joe and Amber Podcast. So in incredibly depressed listening to that because it just reminds me of how great that job is 36 days a year 14 million before you start talking about endorsements and the job is awesome you're just kind of you know in your suit looking good you flirt with vanna a little bit you ask these people where they're from that's not that hard and you and i have a great job and by you i mean tyler Folgem. I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Amber got called up to the show today. She was working with Max Kellerman on the morning show. Tyler Folgem in her stead. It's great to see you, buddy. You as well. And going back to Sajak there, the best part is kind of when you get to, I don't want to say console, but the contestants that clearly have the board kind of figured out except for one letter and then somehow mess that up, you get to give them a little zing like oh no yeah i'm sorry you idiot and leave the idiot <laughs> out, but it does make for great content mythological what's the famous one of the guy from stanford or wherever he comes in oh. mythological figure atchelis uh, yeah actually achilles it was supposed to be achilles, achilles. <laughs> yes that's calls I, him achilles and sajak's like oh oh no, uh, no I, i'm sorry we can't accept that and the next person is in achilles you bring yes. shame to your family congratulations welcome to the show it's great to have you all with us today the big story of the day bradley beal of the washington wizards on the move he's headed to phoenix to form another big three before we even break any of that down mr Folgem, has there is there anyone on earth who's been a part of more big threes than kevin durant no, now no. like this he now he's now the no. all-time leader he's, in big threes he is he was drafted into a big three with russell and james harden they made it to an nba final then he moves to Join a already in place big three to make it a big quartet, which we had not seen. Then he tries to go out on his own with his own, where he's kind of the figurehead, the spearhead in Brooklyn. And that may have been the worst we've ever seen in the history of the NBA. The bad big three. And it was a big three before CP3 was gone in Phoenix. Now it's just upgraded with the younger version who scores more and passes a little less, but still a similarly great player in Bradley Beal. So this guy is Mr. Big Three. People unfamiliar with Bradley Beal because they don't watch a lot of Washington Wizards basketball. If people were unfamiliar yeah. with Nikola Jokic, right. you're not going to be too familiar with Bradley Beal. He's a baller. He just happens to play on a team that doesn't have a lot going on. In the last couple of years, there have been some injuries, and the play has dipped a bit. It's not to say he's past his prime or something's wrong or he's right. not good anymore. It's right. probably more an indictment of a lousy situation. You're not motivated. I 100% agree. I think when you are in a bad situation with a team that's not competing, those injuries that keep you out for two months – if your team was competing, they would have kept you out for two weeks. Um, and I think that was the situation with Beal. This is a guy who scored 30 per game in the NBA. I mean, they have three guys on their roster now Ooh. that have at some point in their life, Durant's done it, Beal's done it. I don't know if Booker has done it, but I'm sure he's been in the upper 20s, 28, 29. So there is a lot of scoring, a lot of ISO scoring, a lot of catch-and-shoot scoring. They will have no problem filling it up. And Beal is, I, I, I mean, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if any of the three of them lead the team in scoring. So don't think that Brad Beal is going to come in there and just average 15 points. By a, He is going to get his buckets just like uh, all three of them are. It's going to be intriguing to watch how the defensive side and the depth come together for this team. He's Tyler Folgem. I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes 
to fit your business's needs. For quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options, Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Nick Friedel, one of our favorites, Ah, ESPN NBA reporter. He was on Fitz and Harry earlier today. It's not all sunshine and rainbows for the Suns following the acquisition of Bradley Beal. Take a listen. The depth is not there. What crushed this team in the playoffs? I just don't buy as good as it looks on paper that once the season begins that Frank Vogel, as a brand-new coach, is going to be able to put all the pieces together and they're going to be able to find a rhythm. And Fitzy, more importantly, they're going to be able to stay healthy throughout the course of the season. I think you can compete for titles by just acquiring all the star power that's out there. I don't think you can necessarily win titles. The Denver Nuggets are a perfect example of that. The year before that, it was the Golden State Warriors. And the year before that, it was the Milwaukee Bucks. These are teams that draft talent. They build around the talent. And most importantly, they have continuity. Head coaches that are around for a while. Mike Malone, given an opportunity for close to, I believe, eight years to get that team over the hump. And that's exactly what he did. Steve Kerr, who's been with the Warriors for a while. Coach Budenholzer, who had been with the Bucks for a while, but they parted ways after flaming out in the first round against the Miami Heat. Continuity, patience, building, tweaking, experimenting, finding your way. You can't rush it overnight. You can put these three stars together, but now you've got Booker, Durant, and Bradley Beal, who are elite playmakers and elite scorers. Mm-hmm. Beal's not an elite defender, and he's not a 3-and-D no. wing. They no. need 3-and-D right. wings. They still have a lot of needs right now. I agree 100% with Nick Friedle. I think he, like a lot of us, are starting to realize in the modern NBA, the, the big three worked for a little bit. That was the 2010 model. That was Big Perk's Boston Celtics starting yes. that with Ray KG and Paul Pierce, then Miami mimicking that, then Golden State drafting their own big three and being able to acquire a Kevin Durant along the way. Oklahoma City drafting a big three, even though they never won it, they got to an NBA final when those guys were all 24 years old or younger. Imagine if OKC had kept Russell, James Harden, and kept that Still alternate amazing universe. that they had those three and didn't win a imagine, title. Imagine, and Serge Ibaka was there as well. So imagine that alternate universe with that yeah. group stayed together. I will say this one thing that... If you are a Phoenix believer, and right now I'm kind of a doubter, I'll admit, I would have made the trade. I understand the you know, machinations, the functioning, the, the reasoning behind it. But uh, I have questions about the depth and defense like Nick Friedle. Frank Vogel, I forgot, is the guy who's now their head coach. And Frank Vogel, if he knows one thing, he knows how to build a defense in the NBA. He won a championship with the L.A. Lakers. I know LeBron and AD were there, but they were the best defense in the NBA that year. In that bubble year with Indiana when he had the Pacers as a pre- preeminent Perennial contender in the Eastern Conference. A lot of peas there. A lot of peas there. Paul George was a big part of that, and Roy Hibbert was as well. But the defense, they were a great defensive team. They would slow you down and make it difficult for you to bucket. So whoever they decide to add alongside this big three, I do trust that Vogel will get almost as much as you possibly can out of them defensively. It is still going to be a wildly difficult task in my estimation. I mean, it's easy to nitpick the problems that they still have because we saw those depth issues in the playoffs and this doesn't solve that. But if Bradley Beal's out there for Chris Paul, who you're not bringing back, Landry Shamit, who's okay, nice little piece, and a bunch of pick swaps, you're doing the deal. Like you're doing the deal and you figure the rest out later. He's Tyler Foljam. I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Now that the Suns have made the acquisition for Bradley Beal, what's the next domino to fall in the NBA offseason? We have all that for you next. Joe and Amber, ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast.
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Great to have you with us tonight. Happy belated Father's Day to all the dads out there. It's Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Amber got called up to the show this morning. She was working with Max Kellerman, so she's off tonight. Tyler Foljam, my guy, hosted Daily Wager, joining me this evening. Shameless plug for our program, Monday through Friday, ESPN 2, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Full staff expected tomorrow. Let's play a little game. I I would believe the NBA is your specialty Outside of perhaps making a nice quiche or something of that nature, right? <laughs> now you're a foodie. You know some great restaurants here in yeah, Vegas. Yeah. You and the missus did a great job introducing us to a restaurant not too long ago. We had a wonderful time. Basketball, though. Yeah. Would you say basketball is your fourth love day? Love the team? NBA. Absolutely okay. love the storylines. Love the athletes. Love the game. It's, it's, it's always, I mean, the NFL's king in America, but oh, the yeah. NBA for me is always fun. You've always been very good at it. Thank so what sir. I want to do here is now that we've seen Bradley Beal, the news is out. He's going to be making his way to Phoenix to join Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, the new big three in the NBA. What's the next domino to fall? It's going to be a very busy week because we have the NBA draft on Thursday. I'm just going to throw a bunch of sure. names at you. Sure. And we're going to have a little discussion. Okay. We're just going to talk it out. Talk it out like gentlemen. Workshop it a little bit. If we had some whiskey in here, we'd be having oh, that as well. I have a feeling that would be frowned upon. Really? Society. You can't tell what's inside this water bottle. If that thing is filled with whiskey, bravo. <laughs> that is a lot of whiskey. That is a gigantic <laughs> water bottle. That looked like what Ricky Fowler was dragging around at the U.S. Open yesterday. Uh, you another, notice all weekend he's carrying another, his own water bottle. Another collapse for Slick Rick. I mean, uh, yep. 35-1 to 1 for the Open Championship in a few weeks. Last time it was at Royal Liverpool. He finished second behind Rory McIlroy. 
Just throwing it out there. I'll give him credit for the resurrection in his career this year, but the major has still been a major bugaboo for him getting over that hump. (laughs) Very elusive. Okay, so Bradley Beal headed to Phoenix. Here's a list of names that could or could not be on the move this week. You have every option at your disposal. You can say they're staying. You can speculate as to where they're going to go. We're just going to work our way through it. It obviously begins now that Beal's in Phoenix with Damian Lillard in Portland. Lillard has not gone out and demanded a trade. It's been very interesting how they've gone about this. Lillard won't come out and necessarily say it, but he hints at it. Portland also knows the clock is ticking. Is it time to rebuild, or is it time to make one last push by building around Dame Lillard? What do you think happens? I think ultimately he ends up staying in Portland. I think he should not be as loyal to Portland as he has been throughout his career. I think he should be more forceful in trying to direct his future in the NBA because the clock is ticking on Dame. He's no longer 22, 23, 24. He should do what Kevin Garnett, learn what Kevin Garnett did. As much as he was loyal to Minnesota and, you know, a, a, a godlike figure in that community that just wasn't a franchise that could get him over the hump. I don't think Portland clan, ultimately I think he'll stay because he's been that loyal and they have some assets to try and bring someone around that can appease him. But uh, if I was Dame, I'd be trying to make a move. The thing for him as well, they love him so much. If he leaves, they'll understand. Yeah. They'll blame the yeah, organization. 100%. There's not a soul in Portland 100%. who's going to look at Lillard and say, oh, what a sellout. He left us. No. 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 He, you don't he think- should have left a long time ago, and he's been very vocal about, no, I want to be here. The championship would be nice, but meaning something to a community. He said these things, and they love him for it. You're right. If he were to go, Pat Riley in Miami, is that the only way? Or do you Ooh. see someone else out there that can make the move? Uh, I think there's others that can make the move, but I think Riley's going to be very attractive to Dame if Dame decides oh, yeah. to, uh, you know, actually you know, take the next chapter in his NBA career. They've got a potential package they could put together as well. They've got some picks. They, Tyler Hero would obviously mm-hmm. be one of the guys, and there are a few others where they could make it work if that's what Portland's interested in. Tell me about Zion Williamson. Bill Simmons on the Rigger podcast talking recently, saying he's hearing from sources that Zion will not be on the Pelicans come Thursday, which is the NBA draft. Is he on the move? I believe he is. And I don't know, obviously, where Bill's getting his content or his uh, source, his information there, pardon me. But when we were just workshopping Zion earlier in the show here, to me it just makes sense at this point to get as much value out of Zion Williamson as you can. He still has some, as crazy as it is because of all the missed games, the injuries, the issues off the court. He still has value, I think, around the league. So I would try and capitalize on that at the moment. I think he probably, though, is going to go to an Eastern Conference team. I can't imagine New Orleans would deal him within the Western Conference. So if I was assigning probability, higher probability goes to a team like Detroit. Maybe New York can do a Julius Randle, Zion swap. Who knows? Charlotte, obviously. is An Eastern Conference team is where I'd be looking, though, for a higher probability of a landing spot. He's Tyler Fulgham. I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You go back four years ago, like Zion was supposed to be the next big thing. Like, remember seeing LeBron on Sports Mm -hmm. Illustrated? Remember seeing Bryce Harper on Sports Illustrated? These are guys who delivered. And the Zion thing, it's like, come on, man. I hate seeing the fact that you're just going to let this talent go to waste. People forget he was cleared to come back and play at the end of the season, and he just kind of didn't want to. It was so bizarre. He didn't want to get out there and help because they were in a legitimate yeah. playoff. Oh yeah, push. they were. They were in that um, play-in playoff scenario in the Western Conference, and the team. I mean, there was a good nucleus around him. C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, complimentary players, Jose Alvarado. Um, I mean, Jonas Valanciunas. I mean, they had some really good players around Zion Williamson. That I'm surprised that he didn't make it back and try and help for that push in the Western Conference because with him they could have been. Far more dangerous than they ended up being. 
Kyrie Irving mm. recruiting LeBron <laughs> to Dallas in just classic yeah. Kyrie fashion. Is he back with the Mavericks? What yeah, do you think happens with yeah, Irving? I know some people float the Lakers out there. I don't think that's um, likely. Uh, I think a Chris Paul to L.A. is more likely than a Kyrie Irving. I think he's going to stay in Dallas. I think they're going to try and run this back next year with Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving and add some more depth around that twosome there. Um, the team didn't play very good defense, and that's been common theme when Kyrie joins a squad. He can get you a bucket, but the defense suffers a little bit. And Luca, of course, is no defensive savant. I mean, he's capable and he's passing, but these guys, their domination, the way they win, their elite skill set is on the offensive side. I do ultimately think he's kind of stuck in Dallas because his value around the league, when you see the t- intangible stuff that he brings, teams don't want to deal with that at this price tag anymore with Kyrie. He uh, he keeps floating different things like, oh, Miami. Like, he's trying to get these things done, and these teams are like, yeah. nah, we're, you know, we got heat <laughs> culture here. We're not testing that with you. By the way, speaking of Dallas, rumors that if the Phoenix Suns are going to move on from DeAndre Ayton because they're going to have right. some issues with the salary cap, right. Dallas could be a good landing spot. Right. That size could fit with what the Nuggets or excuse me, the Mavericks are trying to do. Kendrick Perkins joined us earlier on the show. His deadbolt lock. What was it? Luka Doncic. 2024 league MVP. Ooh. He's plus 550, Joe, which is tied with Giannis for second shortest I would have thought it would have been a little worse considering his season last year. Plus 550, all right. Nikola Jokic is the favorite. I think it's plus 425. You don't say. I do believe, and Perk pointed this out, each of the last three years, Joe, prior to this one, Doncic was the preseason favorite for MVP. And it did, even though he's had some great years, it hasn't come to fruition. That's why I was betting him last year. I said, even though it's a short price, I think this is the year it finally comes to fruition for him. I didn't expect Kyrie to join him uh, and take away some of that usage. But I'm starting to uh, I'm starting to ponder this deadbolt lock that Perk threw our way. Yeah, we got to take him seriously. We always do when mm-hmm. he's on the show. There's no passing up on that. Former teammate of Luka Doncic, Chris Stapps Porzingis, the zinger. Was healthy, yeah. played well. Yeah, he, no one noticed right. because you know it's in Washington and it doesn't necessarily matter what's happening there. Player option for him, so he'd have to do like Draymond Green and pass up even more money. I think it's thirty-seven and a half million. Yeah, he's close to thirty-eight option. mil. So thirty-six million is is Woo. what I'm seeing. Um, I didn't know the player option was that significant, <laughs> to be honest with you, for Porzingis. <laughs> so I'm not sure he can get that much on the open market. I think he's going to pick up that player option and stay in Washington. But I do think it would behoove Washington to try and move him and just. Total rebuild. You got rid of Brad Beal. Here's another asset that has some value, especially with the way he played down the stretch. Can seven foot three, can go out to the three point line, can block shots. There's tremendous value and a tremendous market for that in the NBA because that's a skill set that fits on championship rosters. I think he'll end up picking up that player option, but I wouldn't be surprised if he is eventually moved. He'll start the season with Washington, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's eventually moved at some point. Quick side note on Washington. Obviously, they trade Bradley Beal, they get virtually nothing in return. They just want to move on from the contract. Everyone, obviously, hindsight, you look back, had you done it last year, had you done it two years ago, you could have done so much more in terms of what you got for Beal. What the hell was the mindset last year to not move him? Did they think that they were going to compete with Boston and Milwaukee and Philadelphia and that teams like Miami wouldn't show up? Like, in their mind, to not have torn it down last year with Wembenyana on the horizon, they had to be thinking, all right, I think we're close. Hubris we're pretty is close, a funny guys. thing, Joe, and it exists in sports in front offices as well. They think they're the smartest men in the room. Um, but, yeah, they, I, I think Washington just wildly overestimated the ability of Beal and Porzingis to compete in what looked like a weak Eastern Conference at the start of the season but ended up being very strong at the top. And even some of those teams that, 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 that came up to the middle uh, this year, it was a much deeper, more competitive conference than we thought. Okay, we're up against it. About 30 seconds here. I'm going to fire a few at you. Julius Randle, is he back with the next? I think ultimately, yes. 
a Draymond Green who opted out today. He's a free agent. I think ultimately back with the Warriors. Tobias Harris. I think he's gone. Yeah, I think Philly's I think they had move enough on, of that one. Uh, Tobias. James yeah. Harden. Yeah, he's not he's not with Philadelphia anymore. I don't Houston? Yeah. Oh, seems like that's what he wants. God, it doesn't fit, but God, I think it makes sense for him. If you think Michael Malone of the Denver Nuggets had a good time at the Nuggets Championship Parade last week, wait until you hear Wild Bill Carlson of our Vegas Golden Knights. He's Tyler Folgem. I'm Joe Fordball. That's coming up next. Joe and Amber, ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, I don't want to jinx anything but the Kansas City Royals in the bottom of the seventh currently lead the Detroit Tigers 4-3. to three. Most people would generally not care about a game of this magnitude, but Jordan Lyles was the starting pitcher <laughs> yes. for the Royals today. Lyles is 0-11 this season, and in the 14 starts he's made for the Royals, the Royals are 0-14. They currently lead 4-3 over the Tigers. Stay tuned to find out what happens next. Alongside Tyler Folgem, I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Amber got called up to the show today. She was working with Max Kellerman. So my man from Daily Wager, Tyler Folgem. Excuse me, sir. You deserve better than that. (laughs) Tyler Folgem is filling in. This is the portion of the program where we play a little sound on, sound off. They said it, but what did they really mean? What are you trying to say to us? Sound on, sound off with Joe and Amber. And a little sound on, sound off means it's time to welcome James Wheels of Steel to the program today. James, how are you? First and foremost, we're gentlemen around here. I'm great. Seems like you guys are doing pretty good, too. We're doing okay. Right. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I'm doing radio with someone in person. There's another human in the same room as me. It's fantastic. Yeah, pretty wild. Uh, all right, so this is sound on, sound off. All right. Here we go. Uh, Kendrick Perkins joined us earlier in the show. We asked him where Draymond Green was going to end up. After he opted out of his contract with the Warriors, uh, Big Perk told us that he thought Draymond would ultimately end up staying in Golden State, and his reason why was pretty interesting. 
Let me make this clear. Draymond Green, outside of Steph Curry, is the second most important player on that Warriors team over Clay, Wiggins, Poole, you name it. Draymond Green is next to Steph Curry. All right, Tyler, do you agree with Perk that Draymond Green is the second most important player for the Warriors? Sound on, Big Perk. That is a dead bolt lock. 100% the truth that Draymond's the second most important player uh, next to Steph Curry. He is the defensive fulcrum, so he balances out what Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole do on the other side. He initiates the break. Um, so, yeah, I agree 100% sound on with what Perk is saying there about Draymond. I do as well. People get caught up in points. Yeah. You know, Bradley Beal scores 29 points right. per game. Yeah, it's important. It's an important part of the game. But what Draymond brings to the table is important as well. It's just not in the scoring category. Draymond Green is a high IQ basketball mm-hmm. player. He's extraordinarily smart. He's a student of the game. He understands how to facilitate. He understands how the Golden State Warriors offense works. When he's off the floor, doesn't work as well, especially with the young guys. Defensively, he was a defensive player of yep. the year a few years back. Yep. He's not to that level anymore, but he's still a plus on the defensive end. So he brings a ton to the table. Some might say Clay because he's a shooter, but you know, Clay's not the same guy he used to be because of the injuries. And Wiggins is a nice piece, but you know, he's not to Draymond stature. I, I would say that if you tried to replace the skill set that all these players bring outside of Steph Curry. It's much easier, as crazy as it is, to replace a Clay Thompson or a Jordan Poole or an Andrew Wiggins. It's much harder to replace a Draymond Green with what he can do all across the board. The ultimate Swiss Army knife. James, what's next? Uh, well, has, has Draymond always been the second most important player on the Warriors? Yeah. 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 From the from the from all the way back in the day. Clay's a very good defender as well. Or again, at least he was, but Dr- Draymond means so much to that team. You you have to watch the facilitating, the passing, the backdoor cuts, the understanding of how the offense is supposed to work. When they would bog down in the playoffs, a lot of times it was when he was off the floor. And defensively, he's always been a beast. I feel like that comment by Perk is shocking to a lot of people. Is it shocking to you? Uh, and, uh, our, our, our ears perked up. I didn't mean it, but I'll say it in a minute. Oh, razor sharp on a Monday. (laughs) All right. uh, For almost two decades, Aaron Rodgers owned the Chicago Bears. Famously, he yelled it at them uh, in Chicago a couple years ago. Now that he's gone, Jordan Love has some big shoes to fill. And he tried his hand at uh, a little bit of trash talking the Bears fans on Twitter over Father's Day weekend. And, well, I think he's probably going to need a little more practice. Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. Go Pack Go. All right, Joe. Like we get what he was trying to say. He was trying to say that that, that the Packers were the Bears' daddy, but the way he said it didn't really make sense. Uh, kind of fail in that fashion where you're taping something and then putting it on the internet. It's not a live thing. Is this just a sign of things that come for loving the Packers? This is very messy. This is very messy. If your trash talk is not in order, mm-hmm. you can't be trash nope. talking. Nope. Right? And Chicago's a little bit on the come right now, as they would say. They're on the come at the moment. The Packers are the ones sliding. Love already has enough pressure on his shoulders. Why would you want to go talk to any other fan base about anything? Just be quiet. Do your job. And if you are going to talk trash, it's got to be better than that. It's so clunky. Who who are you referring to? Who's the daddy here? You're right. He's trying to make the implication that you know, Rodgers and the Packers are the Bears' dad. But I don't ask my son. Yeah. Happy. I don't ask to tell him happy Father's Day. <laughs> I, I am not a father yet that I know of. But um, <laughs> I do believe the Bears are a team that is likely, in my estimation, going to surpass the Packers in that NFC North division. You are a huge fan of the Bears huge this year. I hear about it all the, the time. On the come, because I've been talking about it, hammering yep. it away. But I think this is – I don't want to put too much into uh, 
trash talking, but it is wildly concerning that you can't even nail this. Yeah. And now I'm expecting you to master a playbook, coordinate an offense, make checks at the line of scrimmage, handle pressure, handle the media. Do a quarterback has to have swagger. Has yes. to have he's he's gotta be the coolest guy in the room. He's gotta be the smartest guy in the room, the most attractive, the best he's gotta have all those things. That's what a quarterback is in the NFL. And you're failing at this pretty remedial basic task. I don't know, Green Bay. I don't know. I think it's safe to say he's a bust and they'll be moving on. This is just not going to work out. Yeah, I've lost a lot of confidence in Jordan Love with that four-second bite that we just played. <laughs> All right, so here is the crown jewel of uh, sound on sound I don't think we've ever played a better piece of sound than this ever. So we saw Michael Malone. He had a great time at the Nuggets Championship Parade. But William Carlson said, hold my beer, maybe literally, at the Vegas Golden Knights Parade this weekend. I, you just got to just listen to him go full Frank the Tank. Okay. You guys can hear me? Yeah, you hear me? So, um, this guy, this effing guy. Yeah, I know. I know. So, he was here. They won. Yeah. I know you have been here day one. You guys are so amazing. We played Arizona in the first game and we beat the out of them. great but you guys were greater and we've been up and down on this journey to the cup pass it to Marcy Marcy you got something to say no 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 listen to me Just incredible. <laughs> William Carlson, a.k.a. Wild Bill, at Saturday's Vegas Golden Knights Parade at Toshima Plaza. It's insane. Go ahead, James. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is this is that the best speech in championship parade history? Can you think of any better ones? All right, now, Oof. I, 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 Big Bill Carlson, Wild Bill Carlson, awesome speech. I will say this. Hockey players in general are probably the best best and biggest partiers of any major athlete, NBA, 
NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL. When NHL players go, there's something about being an NHL player. You got to be a little crazy to lay down your body in front of a hundred miles hour slap shot Great point. eighty times per year. And there's a little something off about hockey players. So when they have fun and let loose and start drinking, I remember Corey Crawford when the Chicago Blackhawks won a Stanley Cup Ooh. in Chicago. He was equally, if not more, blitzed. Alex Ovechkin when the Capitals won the Cup. Yes. I mean, come on, that guy's blood is half vodka for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, when my St. Louis Blues won the Cup, they were going wild. Brett Hull, who didn't even play hockey anymore, was as toasted as anyone in the entire city just because he was so happy for the organization. So I'll just say in general, William Carlson's speech lives up to the standard of an NHL player celebrating the Stanley Cup. If you have not seen the speech, you have to watch it. You heard it here, but you have to watch it as well. He's shirtless. <laughs> he falls down the steps before it all starts. He's covered in sweat. He looks like Frank the Tank. Yeah. Like he's about to go streaking through the quad past the gymnasium. And during the speech at the end, there is a woman. I don't know who she is. She tries to shut him down not once but twice. She comes out. She tries to get the mic. He shakes her off. He continues... And then she tries to get him again, and it doesn't work. And eventually when he's done, she gets the mic, she rips it out of his hands, and she cannot turn it over to someone <laughs> fast enough. I'm thinking, like, is it a girlfriend? Is it a wife? But she was so businesslike mm -hmm. with the way she did that and then got off the stage, James, that I'm guessing she was someone who was working for the team, maybe a PR, PR person, perhaps, who yeah. was trying to save him <laughs> from what turned out to be one of the all-time great speeches, <laughs> Eat Your Heart Out, JFK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, her saying, "All right, it's time to go. Come on, come on." She had to. She had to work for the team somewhere. She's probably like, "Look, we you're going to be here all night. If we don't <laughs> shut this down, you're going to be here all night." All right, he's Tyler Foljam. I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. What in the world is Ja Morant doing? You'd think, you'd think he'd go silent for a little bit, but you'd be mistaken. That's coming up next. Joe and Amber, ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boys and girls, with what, what is going on back there? What is going Rachel? on? This is what happens when I try to do two things at once. That was a four-second clip, and I don't know my numbers, so I thought it was longer than it was. It's fine. Just let it happen. I mean, we are right near the finish line. I have successfully mushed the Royals, by the way. Yeah. Talking all that, they immediately gave up three runs. I'm actually happy that's happened. Well, <laughs> I want this Jordan Lyle streak to continue. It's going to be 15. The Royals are going to be 0-15 in Jordan Lyle's starts if they don't come back from the 6-4 deficit against the Detroit Tigers 
of all teams. All right, Joe and Amber, ESPN Radio. Amber was on Max Kellerman's show this morning, the morning show. Uh, the guys were out, Keyshawn Johnson and Jay Williams, Tyler Foljam, my man from Daily Wager, filling in here today. We have... Sometimes it's better to just shut up. I would imagine you <laughs> Is and that I, advice you give your kids sometimes? Sometimes it's just better to shut your mouth. You get there. It's advice I've gotten for a lot of my life. I'm a big mouth. I'd imagine you're a big <laughs> yeah. mouth whose mouth has gotten him into plenty of trouble. It's why we're in the professions we're in. We talk a lot. Sometimes it sounds good. Oftentimes, just shut up. <laughs> and for some reason, this John Morant situation won't go away for five minutes because they can't just shut up. Tim McMahon. ESPN NBA reporter. He's on the Hoop Collective. Take a listen to what he has to say about John Jaws Camp. I have heard indirectly that Ja and people close to Ja, perhaps people formerly close to Ja, have this feeling that the NBA is out to get him, the media is out to get him. And I just say, are you damn stupid? Why the why, like? Do you not think the NBA desperately wants this ridiculously entertaining young American superstar to succeed? So let's workshop this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend that John Morant and his camp are right. Oh, okay. The NBA has it out for him. The NBA media has it out for him. Let's give him the benefit okay. of the doubt. A lot of times we don't right. do that. It's okay, fun. fun little game. So why? Why would the NBA and the NBA media have it out for John Moran? Can well, you think of one? I don't even need a good reason. <laughs> Just give me one reason that might somewhat make sense as to how that could be true. Um, they don't like the way he spells his first name. <laughs> you know what? I have to disagree. I like the way he spells his <laughs> first name. Say, as, it's as very it simple. Out, I was like, it's efficient and it's simple. And I like that. Americans like that. Make things easier, make yes. things quicker. So, yeah, that, that's a dumb reason. Think about it, man. Like, they, if they are of the belief, and I have no reason to doubt McMahon, he's got good sources. They are of the belief that people are out to get them. You're the one brandishing the gun in all these videos. Well, I think that speaks more, Joe, to helping others understand why or how Ja has continuously made such poor decisions. Great point. And Tim alluded to maybe people that are were formerly close to him. If his friends, his family, his posse, his crew, his whatever... His confidants are espousing this narrative, putting this in his head, filling his head with this nonsense. Then that may help explain how he's made some of these poor decisions. Because to think, as Tim pointed out, if you are Ja or anyone close to him who actually cares about his well-being, that the NBA does not want to see you succeed. Right. The NBA does not see a literal goldmine jackpot in terms of a superstar that they can market and sell to the fans, not just in America, but across the world, then you're ignorant, you're stupid, (laughs) you're dumb, or you're some combination of all three of those. Imagine Adam Silver sitting in a room saying to himself, look at this guy. This guy, all he tries to do is posterize everybody. We got to bring him down. We (laughs) cannot have this in the National Basketball Association. A guy who all he does is create awesome highlights that go viral and promote our product. We have got to find a way to shut him down. This is another classic example of why you have to surround yourself with good people. You got to root out the bad people that are just in your ear telling you all the wrong garbage. You got to get a good team around you. Now that... 
Jeez. is what the NBA has it in for against Ja. The NBA does have it in for the people he is hanging out with, the people he is making these decisions with. Uh. That makes sense, and that's why those people are probably upset that the NBA is telling Ja, cut them out of your life. Do not hang out with them. So, I, I, yeah, I can understand why those people may be trying to offer up this narrative, but if Ja is listening to them, if the people who are truly care about Ja are listening to that, then that's just that's nonsense because the NBA wants to see Ja succeed. Sounds like there's no accountability. Uh-huh. Like after all this, after all of this, there isn't any sort of report that it's like, you know what, he's making changes in his personal life. I'm told that he's gone to so-and-so to get his head clear. Mm-hmm. He's cut off his old crew. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to focus on finding himself and getting his career back on track. Even if that's not true, that's the message you want to get 100%. out. 100%. We're, we're, we're suckers. We'll but, believe anything. I mean, you ever watch politics? PR 101? I mean, 100%. <laughs> even if it's lie not to true, us. Lie to us. <laughs> Stroke our egos. Yes. Soothe our fears. We'll believe you. We or at least we'll give you the pass. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt, especially because you are someone who is so enjoyable and fun to watch when you're on the floor. We love that. People pay so much. This is not just, you know, NBA players. It's companies. It's all time. They pay so much for crisis management. A lot of crisis management is just, look, shut the hell up for a week and Trump will say something. (laughs) Shut up or Biden or fall down. (laughs) Shut up and somebody is going to do something. It'll probably happen in the next 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. The entire pea-brained American public will turn its attention elsewhere because they have no attention span. They will focus on Bill Gates. They will focus on something else. Just allow it to happen. But in order to do that, it's going to be very difficult. You have to do nothing. Can you do nothing? And a lot of these guys are like, ah, no, I can't. God, I have to go I have put all this a, money to spend. I got to get this I gun on Instagram. Want to do something? If with I it. don't get this gun on Instagram, what <laughs> is going to happen? I can't wake up tomorrow. And then the gun ends up on Instagram, and it's like, ah, I did it. And it's like, okay, now you have a whole bunch of problems, <laughs> and you're going to end up getting a 25 game suspension. You're going to lose seven million, but you still get your con- you're still going to have your contract. You're still going to do fine. You just now you need to be quiet. It's like, you know what? We gotta let Tim McMahon know that we yeah. think the NBA hey. is out to get us. Common the sense. The people PR. need to know. We should start a business, an endeavor. Common sense PR. Come to us, Joe and Tyler, and we will tell you how to properly manage a crisis situation. And every client gets the same advice. Yeah, we'll charge hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. Shut the hell up. Yeah, don't it's, do anything. Don't say anything. Just shut the hell up. It's just a text message. You don't even need to meet with us. You don't need to get on a plane. You don't need to zoom. You just need to receive this text message. And then the most important thing is you need to follow Apply it. Apply the advice. Andy Pettit was the best. Yeah, of everybody 100%. during the steroid scandal. He just got up on the stage and was like, yeah, I did it. Here's why. I'm sorry. And everyone was like, all right, and nothing to see here. About it again. Nothing to see here. I forget <laughs> half the time that Andy Pettit even, even exactly. took steroids. 100%. All right. Hey, thanks for coming in. You did a fantastic job. Uh, Pound, I can't believe it. Real human I, interaction in a radio I'll come studio. anytime, brother. You did a great job. All right. This has been the Joe and Amber Podcast. You can listen to Joe and Amber live weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, or on your smart speaker. Joe and Amber, the podcast.